what the hell is going on? Or as your friends would say whenever you talk about our show, what the hell is going off? It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Unsubscribe! <laughs> Everyone been talking about Kanye and Lil Pump. Kanye uh, was brought on to be a consultant or a producer of the first ever Pornhub Awards. Yeah. This all feels very odd. <laughs> no, no doubt. <laughs> because, I mean, on one hand, it's like, yeah, I get it. Kanye, fashion, he's a very visual artist when it comes to that stuff. I could definitely see him putting on a good show. Apparently, he, like, complimented Pornhub or something like that on, uh, on a late-night show. And Pornhub, oh, okay. and sort of like, oh, thanks for shouting us out. You get a free lifetime membership. And then I guess... You know, they just started politic, and then they're like, hey, you know, and next thing you know, Kanye is the producer of the first annual Pornhub Awards. But on the other hand, it still feels like, wasn't he just on a late night talk show and someone fucking did that, uh, do you think Donald Trump cares about black people? And he just did that awkward ass stare. Yeah! Until they went to commercial. Uh, and and like, then when they came back from commercial, they did not follow up with that question. <laughs> Kanye apparently apologized for his comments on the slavery being a choice issue. He kind of walked that back. But it was sort of like in a, like, I realized what I said wrong. It was more like a, I realized that what I said may make black people feel bad. And so I'm sorry that they felt, it's just like, Ah, uh, that's one of those. Seriously, guys? Is this really that hard? This all kind of feels like we're just kind of acting like that shit never happened. Oh, ho, ho, that silly Kanye. Yeah, yeah, like, hold on. Like, we, we, we've reached some dark territory. We, we gotta unpack this shit still. The video that was premiered, or the song that was featured, uh, features Lil Pump, and they released a music video for the single, and it's, uh... It's ripe for the picking when it comes to uh, memes and people making jokes about it because it is a very silly video. With a guest spot by Adele Givens, one of the original queens of comedy, I just wanted to throw that out. You know how music videos in the early 2000s were. It would be like, look at this silly thing, and then here's another silly thing. You know, like the, the Hype Williams type of videos, you know? But what this is, they just had that one scenario, and it didn't go anywhere like there was no development she like is she gonna fuck the roblox guys like what you know what i mean like they just followed her behind and then they were in another room and then nothing and it was like was she leading them and and i know it's stupid like oh oh why are you asking that much from a kanye west video but it's like but this is obvious like look at what's happening this is obviously like a high concept you're supposed to like Give a shit about what's... Like, this is supposed to pop out to you. Spike Jones is behind... Oh, uh, no fucking wonder. And an article I read about it... It's interesting. Because Spike Jones gave us... The fucking Get Back video by Ludacris. That's true. With giant hands beating up all Fat Lip. He also gave us... Was it Fat Lip? Yeah, Fat Lip. That's right, he did. He did that whole short film. Oh, what's up, Fat Lip? And the music video is just like this lo-fi video just following Fat Lip around. This is, besides the absurd costumes, one of the most underwhelming videos I think he's ever made. That's the thing about it. It's so plain. And yeah. actually, if we're going to talk about this, I noticed something else. Do you remember the Cardi B video? You don't make it ring, 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 ring. Oh, yeah. Kind of came and went, but like... I was watching the video, and at first it looked, like, very stylized. Ooh, they're using the old telephone cords. And then it just feels like nothing else happens. You know how in music videos they have an A story, but then you see the B-roll footage of all the stylized cool stuff? It felt like the stylized cool stuff just went on slightly too long, and there should have been some sort of thing to divide this into something else, you know? Because, like, after a while, it's just like, oh, is this the only image you had? Like, it cut to the phone booth, like, near the end. But on top of this video, which, like I said, is also kind of underwhelming, you see one sort of interesting idea, but then it does nothing else. And then I'm thinking about the Barbie Dreams video, which just came out. And when you watch that video, I mean, you know, 
this is the song that's supposed to be dedicated to Biggie Smalls. And you're thinking like, what's she gonna do? Is the video gonna be like a throwback to like the 90s? I'm looking at who directed this video and this is Hype Williams. This is his very sort of saturated color style, the Barbie Dreams video. Dude, th that makes perfect sense because it reminds me of the Stupid Ho video. Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, you know, it kind of looks like the woo-ha got you all in check, you know what I mean? By the intro of the video, you can tell that it's supposed to be, oh, this ha is gonna, it's an homage to the Muppets, you know, with the uh -huh. way it starts it. And then you see the video start, you see, you know, pretty Nicki Minaj looking all colorful and shit. And, you, you know, body very prominently in the video. I don't personally have a problem with it. Okay, you see the Lil Wayne puppet, and you're like, Oh, I know what this video is gonna be about. And then the first reference she makes to 50 Cent, it's this puppet that looks nothing like 50 Cent. They made, what, three puppets <laughs> for this entire video? They made the Lil Wayne puppet. Uh -huh. They made one that, I, I don't know, who's that supposed to be? They made a Takashi 6ix9ine puppet. Then there's like a purple puppet. I don't know who the fuck that's supposed to be. And who's the the Lego puppet? I don't know! And they don't look good. They're really shitty puppets. They look so thrown together at like the last minute. You could have made a tie-in to the... What's that fucking movie called? The Happy Time Murder or whatever yeah. the fuck. You can have a little tie-in with that, but no, it's just Nikki holding on to cheap-as-fuck puppets. Her costume changes are the most interesting thing about yeah, the video. Yeah, it's very which, striking. Which made me think, hey, maybe she could, like, take on the image of the rapper she's talking about. Whoa. If they're not gonna fucking do it in the goddamn puppets, Yeah. I don't know, have her dress like them, or... Have something that, like, is a reference to them or something. She, there's enough costume changes that that really wouldn't be asking too much more than she already did. There was more done in the Stupid Ho video. And honestly, when I'm looking at certain parts, th there's certain way, like, the body language looks where it's like, this should have been edited so that you only see, like, the part that looks cool. But it seems like they're showing, like... The awkward sort of, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. And, oh, I guess I'll do this. You know what I mean? Like, so it just looks weird. Like, this looks like we're not supposed to be seeing this. I honestly think they released an unfinished video. I legit think that happened. Because I'm looking, like, just the way certain things look, like, where she's just dancing with the puppet, it just goes on slightly too long, where it's just like, it just looks like they gave me your puppet and it's with, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to do, so I'll just do this basic thing until I figure out something funny to do, you know? I, I just saw the DJ Khaled puppet and oh my god, dude. They did not try at all with these. Yeah. These are bad. This whole video's bad. They made the Lil Wayne puppet, so I know that it, the idea is that, oh look, puppets that look like the rappers. So to specifically start with that and then just drop it and then, no, nah, that's just a generic puppet. There was that part where Meek Mill, I used to pray for times like this, that line. It's just like, that puppet doesn't look like Meek Mill, though. So, uh... It's the fucking, uh, feels like summer video again. Where it's just vague caricatures. I'm just thinking about something. What if that video came out and then that messed them up? Oh. Like, they were thinking, oh, we're gonna do a video with the puppet. Oh, shit, someone already just did a video about using rappers, you know. Yeah, the timing is unfortunate. I didn't even think about how similar of concepts that was. I think both would have been completely fine, though. Like, because that's a different context than this is. This is about fucking them and, and you know, joking on them. And don't tell me you're gonna make a fucking high-concept video like the Chun-Li video. And this gets, like, the scraps. Yeah, exactly. Because compared in, like, just production value, there's a big drop-off yeah. between uh, fucking Chun-Li and Barbie Dreams. One thing I did want to talk about with Kanye and Pump, real quick. Uh, just last week on the Eminem album, Lil Pump, and now we're seeing Kanye doing a video with him. Do you think doing a song with Kanye West is going to get Pump legitimacy? 
I mean, no. Pump needs to have a, a style change that fits it. Because I feel like this is exactly the same as Designer. He's just going, hey, look, younger guy that's getting a buzz. Let me do a song with them real quick. It doesn't genuinely feel like, oh, yeah, me and Designer, we really worked out how this song's going to work. You know, it, it just feels like a quick song. Hey, dude, look, I'm doing something to promote, you know, Pornhub. And, yo, Lil Pump is the new guy right now. Let's throw it, get him on a track real quick. You know, like, this doesn't feel like a Kid Cudi situation. You know, where Kanye picked up Kid Cudi and it was just like, their styles informed each other in a way. This is just yeah. a nice, fun little feature. Which is fine. I mean, it's Lil Pump. That, that's what he's going to be. He's going to be the new Soldier Boy. Like, the, it's fine. It, it's fine. Oh. Every generation gets one. <laughs> <laughs> the first request we got is for Nujabez and the album Modal Soul, requested by your girl, Emma Planas. Mm. No stranger to the Going Off podcast. <laughs> Emma has requested the... Um, Arrested Development albums. Mm. Um, she also requested the uh, Mama Marley album we talked huh. about some time ago. <laughs> and now we got new Jabez. They're all very... They're, they're all out of the realm of what we would normally talk about. Yeah. And this album is no different. An artist I had, I'm honestly was not familiar with before we started. But when I had mentioned new Jabez to you, you were like, Ah, oh, cool. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what the style was going to be. His style is basically, you know, on YouTube, those uh, 24-7 study music uh, trip-hop songs. Lo-fi beats to study to. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. With, the, with the cartoon anime raccoon and the, you know, <laughs> studying and shit. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so what we got here is, it's over an hour of jazz mm. infused with hip-hop. Sometimes. Yeah, there's one or two, like, uh, straight up Daft Punk moments. That's a name that I was gonna mention because I was gonna draw a parallel, um, to Daft Punk with some of these other tracks. It's like 20 to 30 seconds of something, and you're like, wow, I really like this, this is cool. And they look at you and go, well, cool, I, I hope you wanna listen to that 30 seconds for the next couple minutes, because <laughs> that's all the song's gonna be. Like, listening to early Daft Punk, and you're just listening to, one more time! It's like, wow, I hope you like this sample, because we're gonna be <laughs> looping it for the next five minutes, so get comfortable. <laughs> or around the world, around the world! <laughs> that's the main uh, issue I had uh, with the album, and it's really... It's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I found myself getting bored. And after a while, I was like, is that all this track's going to be? I took it for what it was. This is modern mm. lullaby music, you know? And, and <laughs> yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I, I This is shit to study, too. And it, it, it absolutely is. Like, I could put this shit in the background. And this is some really chill Like, you're having a rainy that, day, man. You know? Which we're about to have for the next few... <laughs> So maybe this is the perfect... Exactly. Get get acquainted. <laughs> this is hurricane music. <laughs> uh, hurricane music. That's, oh, man. So, uh, by the way, rest in peace to Nujabez. Um, he, oh, yeah. Yeah, he mm -hmm. died in uh, 2010 in a car accident. I haven't been, like, into him, into him, but, like, I've heard his style, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing definitely how he's influencing the musical landscape. You know what I mean? Like, you hear his seeds in other people's music, and you're like, wow, he really, like, touched, he really touched people, man, you know? Um, especially with the blend of, because he's a, a Japanese artist, and, oh, man, you know, I kind of get that feeling of just, like, Yo, here's a dude who started off in Japan and he loved, he gravitated to this hip hop and he wanted to make his unique version of it while still paying tribute to it. You know what I mean? Like you hear the love for this genre in the music, but you hear his sort of like, but I'm kind of like chill. You know, I don't like the boom bat beats as much. You know, I kind of turn them down a little bit. You know, <laughs> I love that. This album had a lot of surprises when I actually read into it. A, it sounded older. Like with the jazz influence, it kind of reminded me of. Uh, diggable planets. It's almost got a bit of a um, Eric B and Rakim vibe, oh, kind of yeah. from it. There's a couple of songs where you hear like the the flute uh, solo and that second track. 
and how that just sounded with the song. Oh my god, yo, I I was feeling like most of these tracks, man, straight up and down. Because the first track was like, oh, you know, it got some cool rappers on here, and then it's just like, oh, this isn't just rap. We're gonna give you some actual like, nah, we're gonna bring back fucking Neil, so we're gonna get some blues. You know what I mean? Some jazzy light shit going on. We're mixing all the genres, motherfucker. And I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. And then Reflection Eternal, which I know I've heard on one of those 24-hour... Like, I know. <laughs> like, that's like the first song you hear. This one has to be. But then we get to Love Sick Part 3, which sort of... When I listened to it the first time, I was able to enjoy this album just as it was. But when I got to this song, I was like, wait a minute. This rapper isn't that good. <laughs> wait (laughs) yeah like they're trying to cloak this within the really sweet musical landscape there's these soft snares and all this sort of stuff but yo this dude can't rap like and it it, like the lyrics is like i sing along a song that's oh so sensual bring along a sip to make it all sexual verbally that is making love to the music meaning vibing to the beat at night and like, if you really wanted to parse it up, that makes sense. But it's like, the way it's delivered, it's just like, wait, does he know fully? Does he have a full grasp of what that means? And then I was like, oh, this is a Japanese artist, like, straight up and down. Like, he sounds like an ESL student. Like, he's still trying to figure out English. You know what I mean? It's just like, you've got a grasp on it, but, like, not all the way. So it's awkward. And it, it kind of ruined the experience for me uh, for Lovesick Part 3. And then you get Music Is Mine, which... I feel like kind of put this album on a on a level that I really appreciated just in how simple it was. So you have this track which everything else sounds like it's just going to be like hip hop whatever and then you get a really jazzy sort of like you have the little things in there. I don't know what ah those freaking you know the things that you shake not maracas but um, but yeah, it's just like a really sort of tight, like little groove. And then, uh, he comes in. Oh, I didn't know this was New Jabez himself. He said, uh, uh, music is mine. Where he says, uh, I'm a blind man of my own world. You're a blind man of your own world. Uh, but we don't know what we are, but we can tell we can dance. Music is mine. Music is, wo- is yours. And the world is mine and world is yours. I was just like, yo, man. Like, I... Just the way it was delivered, like, I'm not doing it justice. The way you hear it in this song, it's just like, yeah, music is all of ours. I I love music, man. Like, it it was one of those, you know, music by Eric Eric Sermon featured Marvin Gaye. I know this is saying a lot, but, like, the new Love Supreme. You know, with the way and how simple it was. You know, this really simple message, but for some reason it sticks with you just the way it sounds. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I really fucking love that track. Uh, it just surprised me with how, like, deeper than rap it was, but in a very basic get. Uh, I feel like I'm rambling in a way that just makes no sense. I really love that track. <laughs> then we get to, what was it? Oh, Eclipse. Dude, there are very rare times where I actually, like, feel the love of a rap song. Like, the love of the lover for the person that they're in love with. Like, most songs are, yeah, you're my bitch and I love you, ho. I love the way you suck my dick. You know, it's just like, I mean, I'm sure you mean it, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you really love the way she sucks your dick, but it's just like, you know, relationships are more than that, you know? And and this song's like, it's about really missing someone. And I was just like, man, it really, it, it really showed me how, like, yeah, these... These Thugs Need Love 2 songs are ruining it for all rap love songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have The Sign, which was a, a, a beat poetry uh, joint by uh, Pays Rock. Dude, I this one really perked my ears up. This was the album that made me kind of go, alright, this might be a little bit more than just a lullaby album. When they was doing some fucking uh, Last Poets Society fucking... <laughs> Dude, this shit was dope. Uh, he's talking about the signs. Is like, well, you know, we never pay attention to the signs. I'm not talking about the signs on the street. The signs that I'm talking about the signs that tell us where we're going. The signs that show us our past. So I was like, oh, okay, all right. I'm feeling what you're doing. <laughs> I'm snapping my fingers, bro. I feel you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just like the the message and where it was going and how and, and what it, just very. 
this album is not an album of very complex ideas. It's an album of very simple, you know, universalities, I feel like. Uh, like with Thank You, which is just a song about being grateful to the people who have supported you. I will say, though, her vocals could have been turned up just a little bit. Like, I'm like, all right, I get it. It's supposed to be chilled out, but, like, I can't hear you. Like, <laughs> um, and, and she, the way she's rapping is, like, 2005 wasn't that damn long ago. Like, this, the way she's flowing sounds like something out of the late 80s. Like, I'm like, all right, I know we're trying to, like, praise the old school, but, like, what? come on now. We've improved on flows since then. You still got to do that. This is, I thank you all for showing love to me. I appreciate this opportunity. I'm going to rock so hard so you never stop supporting me. I'm going to show you how music brings more meaning to life. You know? And it's just kind of, it's just the way it's delivered. just kind of like, yeah, put spin your hat backwards and, and sit on the, you know, turn the seat around and sit on it like that and say, hey, kids, let's rap, you know, like. I hate to say that I didn't really get too much to take away from this, especially now with the lyrics mm. on here. It, it kind of felt like that was secondary to the to the music itself. And a lot of it does come off like, hey, I, yo, here's a really good beat and hey, here's my friend to rap on it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and there's so many more tracks, at least it felt like, that were just instrumental than ones that actually had rapping on them. Yeah, the second half is mainly instrumental stuff. Yeah, which unfortunately, I don't know, I don't really know what you can say about those tracks. You I know, mean, they're good. They're... I, I like the, the switch up, I think with Sea of Clouds, that has like the crickets over the track, which, adds, mm. you know, brings a different atmosphere. It's just like, ooh, you got sound effects, okay. <laughs> Some of this stuff sounded like, like, especially Thank You, like, this sounded like what they would put on a Busta Groove 2 soundtrack. Remember that fucking oh, game? yeah. Busta mm -hmm. Groove 2, where it's just like, yeah, this is what Japanese people think rap sounds like. <laughs> Watch out worldwide, here comes trouble. <laughs> oh, get out of my way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's just like, alright, it's cool, there, there's a place for it, but it's just like, I don't know if I can recommend this to everybody. <laughs> that was my main takeaway, is that I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, it's not something I would listen to on the regular, but I appreciate the musicianship and the instrumentals are really cool, really chilled out, but for what they are, they just felt like they went on and on and just basically, like, it was jazzy, but not as experimental I as see what you you're think. Saying. Yeah. When someone would say it's jazzy, like... The way a lot of these tracks sound like, it sounds like, you know how you go to a concert, yeah, we're gonna jam out, we're gonna rock out. This kind of sounds like, you know, it's like a, it, his concerts are at like a hookah bar, you know? And it's like low, you know, really dim lights, and it's just kind of like, you just kind of come in and sit on a beanie bag chair, uh, a <laughs> bean bag chair, you know, and you just smoke hookah, and just like, oh yeah, word. And the songs just kind of go on like that. Because like... Like you said, the way these tracks go on so long, and they're not like jams, you know? They're just sort of like, oh, this is cool, down tempo. Like I said, music is studied. Like, I, is that what his concerts look like? Just like a bunch of, like, kids with their home workout, just sort of like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, keep playing down. that kind. I love that song, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad album. It's just not something I would really recommend, and not something I'll be revis uh, revisiting myself i would mess with this actually i i could easily consider this being one of those put this on when you're just trying to when you're just in a chill mood type of night things you know like i could imagine that yo i'm gonna i'm gonna curl up with a good book you know throw on some new job as the one thing i will say though is that if you're gonna do that i i prefer the instrumental tracks to the rap tracks because their flows, a lot of their flows aren't that great, and so it does stick out and kind of make it hard, at least for me. Like, I can't listen to rap while I'm reading, because, like, there's too many words going on over there that my ear wants to pay attention to. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. especially when they don't, like, aren't as in, in tune really as much with the musical flow, because, you know, they do sound like you know, all right, this, this is not their 80,000th rap song, you know, like, yeah. this is probably maybe their third or fourth, you know, and so it's just like, it's cool, but the, uh, the first track was definitely fantastic, that dude actually, like, had flow and metaphors and all that stuff, but the rest of it, 
yeah, it, it, it sounds, it's kind of amateurish, and I feel like that could sort of get on your nerves if you're just trying to, like, en- enjoy your evening, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe skip the instrumental tracks. I uh, skip the uh, some of the rap tracks. Um, overall, I'd give this a four out of five. I think that's fair. I'm going, I would lean more towards three and a half, um, okay. only because it was so not memorable for me, but in the moment, I, I was enjoying it, you know, I, I was grooving along to it, but afterwards it was just kind of like, yeah, okay, mm. that was a thing, you know, yeah. but we got another request with a, with a bit more, uh, a bit more meat on its bones. Mm. Uh, your boy, Andrew Bernstein, thank you very much for your donation, requested Better Off Dead by Flatbush Zombies. Now, I, I believe we've had a run-in with Flatbush Zombies before. Not because- only have we had a run-in with Flatbush Zombies, but this is another one of these examples of we reviewed 3001 A Laced Odyssey, and the comment section was all, I hate this album, Better Off Dead is the much better project. You guys got to talk about uh, Better Off Dead. Exact same with Absol. You got to talk about Control System. These guys are setting us up. They're doing like elaborate things just to keep us reviewing stuff. <laughs> and see, the thing is, every time they're Patreon requests, it's like, I can't help that we reviewed the wrong one. Somebody requested the wrong one. So normally, when when someone does request what other people consider to be the wrong one, someone like a hero rides in on a horse and does the and pledges the money so everyone gets the review they want. And in this case, it was Andrew requesting "Better Off Dead" by Flatbush Zombies, the uh, older mixtape. Still over an hour though. Yeah, man. I don't remember much about the Flatbush Zombies. I remember album. that I liked Meech, and I still do. Uh, Meech is my least favorite. Are you kidding me? I don't like Meech. No. Oh my god! I love this dude. His voice, his the the the, the Afro shit that he's rocking. Dude, he, you can hear that he has an afro, too, like, just in his voice. I couldn't stand his fucking macho man ass. <laughs> I love, I think, I, no, because I like macho man Randy Savage's voice. I think, I think that's what it is. This is how macho man Randy Savage should have rapped instead of the creepy thing he was doing on that album. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's even a song where Meech says, I'm like Randy Savage on acid. <laughs> even he knows. No, I completely disagree on that. I think he is the standout. He is the method man of this album. But unfortunately, the rest of the guys, you know, they they are good every now and then. But there's a reason why American Pie, the first track, starts off with Meech. Uh, where, where he says, oh, come on. Where he says, better off dead, I sever off heads. Ever since, oh, excuse me. Better off dead, I sever off heads. Ever since I blew up, niggas think I got bread. So they got their hands out. They gonna get their palms red. Red from all the bloodshed. I thought that was clever. That was all right. I got so tired of his delivery. Like, it just got obnoxious. Wow, After okay. a while for me. I didn't like that at all. Architect is more my speed. Hmm. I, I thought he was better with the bars. I like his delivery better. Uh, Juice started out all right, but by the end of it, I got tired of him. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. And then it has that little beat switch up at the end where you hear like the live drums with it. Why didn't that switch up happen sooner? I wanted to hear this. I really liked the beat on that one, and there was like the singing sample in the background. Mm-hmm. It comes up a good bit on the album where they kind of have this aesthetic of, like, spooky haunted house. It's like horrorcore light, you know? Yeah, yeah, because... they don't get lyric- too grotesque. It's not grave diggers. No, no, not even close. Which, for me, I would have... Rathered because for most of the album, for me, the lyrics are kind of underwhelming yeah. and weak compared to... Oh, Nephilim w- with the Chim Chimini Chim Chim Cherie sample, I think, that they kind of <laughs> screwed up. I, did, I dug that one. Bliss, like, they all sound great. And then it's like... Eh, and right. I think that one had a good chorus to it, too. 
I think that was the song where they just just kind of went like, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that. And it's like, okay, this isn't... Like, whenever you have a song that's just, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you, fuck me, fuck that, like, my brain just immediately goes like, alright, try hard, edgelord, okay, we get it. That was Meech's, uh, fuck you verse, where I was just like, Ugh. I already wasn't feeling him at that point, but that was like, ooh, this is bad. But, yeah, ba- back to the drumming on American Pie, I liked that. Um, the guitar they threw in sounded off- if that makes sense, like, I don't know if it was, like, not actual guitar, or if it was, like, a like a sample or something, but it just didn't sound as organic as the drums. Again, um, the ending of Nephilim, I didn't like the carry sample that just looped over and over again. Oh, I'm gonna laugh at you! Laugh at you! Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's fucking annoying. Um, I don't want to shit on this too much, but I didn't really like this album very much. You know, this was an album that, again, the first time when I listened through, it was just like, it was fine. It, like, I can imagine someone, you know, using this like, oh, man, you know, getting into some mischief, play this fucking shit. Um, Get into some mischief. Yeah, but as soon as you listen back that second time, it's like, they're not really saying anything. You know, uh, uh, what was that one line where he says, uh, sour on the hour, every hour after hour, power, power to my sisters and my niggas do it digits, soon we'll overpower, come together, devour, we shower the media, drug paraphernalia, craft is mathematical, shrooms, stomach, compatible, rational, radical, blast in the masses, the power, like, this is one of those, like, uh, isn't it so cool that I'm using these big words, but it's just like, you're not saying anything. Uh, and then what is it? I see it often. How are you a boss with a pink tie on? Oh, yeah, just randomly, like, I can't take you serious with that pink and, tie on. And then he says, a uh, new school nigga with the old school flow. And it's just like, this isn't an old school flow at all. Like, what are yeah, you, who talking are you talking about? Yeah, talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it felt like there would be times where they just threw in tropes from songs that are serious but they're just throwing in there just for it to sound cool like you know where he says uh uh better off dead death before dishonor death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away it's just like you're just aping these things that are from other songs but you're not applying it really to what's happening here that's what it felt like for me g tears that straight up just sounded like they took a tupac like movie or something like that uh, that had a certain, you know how some, like, 90s movies, they, they have, like, the synthesizer, cause, you know, like, they're black films, but they don't really have that much of a budget yet, so they can't really use, like, a symphony, so they use the, the little boom, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, so, like, it's it enough to so create cool. atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He has some lines, that's like, from my mind, creep with me, third eye frequency, like Jesus be, I'm trying to free, free the slaves, young minds, bad brains, uh, no shame, no history, no name. And you're kind of hearing like, hmm, this really sounds like, you know, some dope shit. Um, he, he has one lyric where he says like, every new trend, these artists jump like ropes. I tie it around your neck. Choke, nigga, choke. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Like that was sort of dipping the toes in like, ooh, horrorcore. And with the message of like, I'm not going to do what you motherfuckers do. I'm going to take that and flip it. You know, I was like, okay, okay. And then what, what was that ending? To that song which just oh, took away just any of the atmosphere juice uh, is just leaving a message on an answering machine but i, I think that's so fucking boring but i thought the idea was that he's like uh i'll see you in hell or when eric figures out the levels of this thing so i can stop talking you know so i, I think it was just sort of like talk so uh. i can you know in the studio just like we're gonna record and just see how it sounds and i guess someone was just like <laughs> this is so hilarious you gotta keep it on the album Oh, man, remember that time when you said you woke up in the morning and you smoked a blunt and then you smoked another blunt? <laughs> that was hilarious. Keep that. The people are going to want to hear that. Is this the fat father? Fucking. <laughs> I got to call him up. He's got a joke for me. I woke up and smoked a joint, then I smoked another one. And you're the kind of dude who you, you breed hound dogs and you fucking. <laughs> oh, you wild, bro. You wild. I heard you flush the toilet after you take a shit, dude. 
I don't got know him. what it is. <laughs> got him. So relatable. <laughs> Between this and the we're going to thank everyone ever on the end of 3001, Flatbush zombies love to waste our time. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of here with this shit. Who's listening to that? I forgot about that. Who's listening to G-Tears and leaving it on when the fucking voice starts? Yeah. You're skipping that shit. You're not listening to that a second time. And also, they kind of did the, the vivid reference more than once. Where he's like, fuck corruption, lies vivid as Jenna's tits. Mm. You know, because Jenna, yeah. Because uh, the company, yeah. And then later on, they also did it. Hold on. Hell, my life like a vivid picture, a porno movie. I hate when there was already a, like, because you, you guys had to have listened to this album, right? Like, you know, no one heard, like, oh, shit, our, someone already said that line, you know? And it's over an hour, like, you can cut some shit. <laughs> For real. Like, you can afford to. So many of these songs are straight up not important. Uh, I did like Death and Death 2, though, e- even though it was yeah. just, like, the first song wasn't about anything. That that chorus was dope, though. They have good choruses. And what you gonna do when them zombies come for you? Murder, murder, murder. And kill, kill, kill. I, I thought the choruses were the worst part of the album. I feel like the verses didn't live up to the epicness of the choruses. That's what I think annoyed me. I just, I thought the choruses were so fucking whack. You, did, you didn't like Death 2? The song that's basically, uh... <sighs> I'm killing somebody and throwing them off a bridge. Yeah, you weren't feeling that? You don't relate to that? <laughs> I, I, I didn't like Death 2. I thought that no, was I trash. I liked it, though. I thought, I, I thought it was at least, uh, you know, kind of clever. Like, uh, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The fucking Charles Manson beginning, which is creepy as fuck. And then it, but then he starts the verse, he goes into the, I crack your fucking cranium and use it as a bowl for cereal. Oh, shit. And then I forgot. He goes, I crack your fucking skull and use it as a bowl for cereal. But then he says, I'm so cereal. Like, why did you do that? Like, yes, we know cereal rhymes with cereal, but... If you're gonna do that, can you make like a reason for it instead of just the fucking Cartman South Park? I'm so serious, you guys. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, giving Meech his own song, and that was already like uh, to me, man. Um, I li- and I like this one too. <laughs> nah, <laughs> now that I, I have to I, think about it, I don't like this one at all. I was just like, I like the ending where he's like, "Police pull me over. Ask if that's blood on my shirt." I said, "Nah, it's a pizza stain." He laughed, gave me a ticket, told speed again, but he wasn't black, so you know I had to aim and bang, bang. And it's like, <laughs> what? What? We do what? It's like a who's who of like well-known serial killers, but it's like they're all. It's like if you. You're right. Yeah, he does just kind of throw their names in there without a real reason. If this is gonna make sense to anyone, this is like if you wrote a song about wrestling and you only mentioned Hogan, Macho Man, and like Ric Flair. He names like the most well fuck known. Yeah. Like, he doesn't go obscure at all. You're gonna start with a Manson sample, like. And then Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, the Menendez, uh-huh, got it. Like, if your gimmick is with a Flatbush Zombies, we got spooky, like, we got these creepy beats going on. It's like, you're not playing up half of the shit you should be playing up with this. You're right, Like, though. so much of it feels very base level, like, I don't know, I wasn't impressed by much well, one of the things they seem to sort of, like, brag about also is being, like, acid type of rap. You know, like, ooh, we do lots of LSD, but it's just, like, we don't even really get that. We don't get, like, the um, imagery that goes with it, you know? None of these songs really felt like I was listening to an LSD experience. You know what I mean? Like how some uh, other artists can do, you know? Songs don't feel like events. They definitely feel kind of plotting at points. They were all about talking about LSD on the album that we reviewed last time. Mm -hmm. In Thugnificence. Ooh, that was the worst one. Yeah, that was really whack. And it had auto-tune on it. Uh, I didn't like that. Um, I did like 
Meech on regular and complex. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised to hear from uh, Ghostface Light here. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of light versions of things happening on this album, like Grave Diggers Light. You know, Ghostface Light. A lot of Wu Tang Light in general. Yeah, like yeah. they themselves, you know, they're like this group, but. Honestly, other than Meech, like, the other ones, they're not interesting enough. Their names are more interesting than them. Like, one dude's name is, like, Zombie Juice. Like... Zombie Zeus. Zombie Zeus. Zombie Oh, no. <laughs> Zombie Juice! That's his name now! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the thing with Meech is, like, he's the only one with a personality... And I don't like it. So it's like, I, I almost rather them just not have personalities. You, you didn't then. like God Bless the Dead? It was another one of those songs where it's like only one verse. But, oh, yeah. Where the chorus, I thought this this is another one of those ones where the chorus was worth more than the verse ended up giving it. Because it's like, you know, I ain't here to tell stories. I ain't here to tell lies. Game ain't been the same since Big fucked around and died. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I love how they treated him as if he's like, ah, I just fucked around and died on us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he was doing that trivial shit, and then he had to go and die and shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that that was, I thought that that was a cool little thing. But, yeah, like I said, the verse doesn't really match it. Because, you know, I'm with my ignorantest chick, and ignorance ain't a word, but I'm so ignorant it is. It, it's not bad. It's just, why is that next to this song about, you know... I don't know, you just think a song with that type of chorus would be about those legends or about, you know what I mean? I, I just wish there was so much more depth on this album in, in general. It has the production and sort of choruses and, and macabre imagery that makes you think it's supposed to. That's the thing. It just doesn't go far enough yeah. with, with the gimmick or, like, we're going to mention drugs. Oh boy, we're doing them drugs. But... I don't know, it doesn't go anywhere, and all these songs about, like, death and all this, and they don't really talk enough about that. Yeah. I, I will say, though, Action Bronson was I. He was I. I liked his verse. His, his was alright. It kind of took him a second to get started for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he has to fucking rev up. Yeah, and then halfway through, he kind of, like, drops it, and then he's like, alright, well, I'm not done yet. The peppered <laughs> steak was salty, cause I, but I ate it because I love it. <laughs> This is the type of shit he talks about. She puts sugar on her vegetables? What the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was about. <laughs> I think I think it's like this person is so used to like shitty food that like yeah. ew, vegetables that are just healthy. I gotta sprinkle some a little bit of heart attack on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Live from hell. Uh I really liked the beat. It was fucking fierce. It was mm -hmm. in your face. It, it and, built up, you know? And it was just like a collection of weak, short verses. Yeah, you're right. It's not like a, ooh, we're hitting you. It's not like a Brooklyn Zoo 2, you know, that, um, wait, well, not Brooklyn Zoo 2. Uh, the song on Old Dirty Bastards album where it was like, you were hearing the dudes from his, like, from his sort of, uh, uh, click, you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, you know, this dude was rapping, and then this dude, and the intensity kept shifting, so it was really cool. It's not really that level, you know what I mean? Palm Trees uh, is one of the better words. tracks. Yeah. Yeah, he was gonna palm the... Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was pretty, pretty lame, but it was like, alright. It had a chill beat uh, back to the fucking, like, singing in the background. I love that. I love when there's like a, oh, or like a, ooh, just kind of like yeah. happening in the background that's like not acknowledged uh it's got one of the better choruses i yeah. thought and then a uh, uh drug parade which I, I you know when you hear like a certain you know like courage the cowardly dog has the, <laughs> the 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 certain sounds that repeat in a way that you can tell that they didn't record a new track they just reused it you know, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, you know how, like, Houston says the, what's hey? And, you know, Courage says the, oh, 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 you know, that thing. Like, mm. so on this course, it was like, shrooms, shrooms, LSD, mescaline. Like, the way he said it. 
<laughs> it was so specific, and it's like, I know they're repeating that specific way that he's... Yeah, they're repeating that specific clip, and the way he's saying it is just kind of like... It, it's just making me laugh in a way for no real reason. I hated the hook on that one. Mescaline. <laughs> Lot of weed. Uh. Ah, wait, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. <laughs> shroom, shrooms, LSD, mescaline. Lot of weed. Mescaline. Yeah. Shut what? up. We skipped over 222. But uh, I can't remember if there was anything to say about that one. Uh, the only thing I had written down was that... 222! <laughs> I didn't like whoever Bridget Perez was. She was like singing over it. Oh, this is the one. I think this is the one that was just like meandering. She didn't sound like she was that great of a singer. But in addition, the production was just kind of bad. Drug Parade had the Danny Brown Woo, verse. Your boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not good enough to save the song, but it wasn't whack. It was it was just like subpar and it was really short. Yeah. It's like why even bother? I, I did like no, the way he introduced it though, when he's like, if you got a bag of trees, the blazer with me the, the little bone thugs in <laughs> harmony. Yeah. But he can't sing for shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I like Danny Brown's personality enough that it almost saves everything he does. Um T P4. Uh, I liked the beat on that one. Why is that one called TP4? I don't know. Because when I hear to- TP, I, I immediately think of toilet paper. It goes immediately to the toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. I drink good, I smoke good, but I fuck better. And, and I did like how he started off the line. Once again, this is a reference to Wu-Tang. But, uh, you know, the kind of pipe that would put Rihanna to sleep. Yo, pardon, that bitch been on my mind all week. But uh, back to the way that I fuck... <laughs> <laughs> Does uh, Genius have anything on why it's called TP4? Nah, I'm not saying anything. But yeah, this is another one of those, like, I don't know, it was okay. Just, although he was strangely honest, he was just like, life's a gamble, baby girl. Blow my dice and test your luck, because I'm going to tell you lies. I'm going to fuck your friends. We could never be in love, but we could play pretend. Just like, all right. That's a little too... Like, I, I often wonder about people who are, like, this honest in their songs. It's like, do you get... It, do you have any relationships with anybody? Like, you know? Like, I'm a horrible person, but I'm making lots of money. So I guess people are just gonna keep fucking with me anyway. <laughs> like, he's, like, actually calling out for help. He's like, please stop validating my behavior. I'm a horrible person. I'm a narcissist and an asshole. But I guess if you want to fuck with me, I mean, I guess it's fine. Oh, and then he had that line where he's like, Think Lupe's mad because I got a bad broad. Oops, I meant to say bitch. My wordplay is extensive. Guess what? So is my dick. Mm. (sighs) On the other hand, though, I did think MRAZ, my team Supreme, and the results are in are not bad. Yeah, You know what? Uh, So you know me. And you know that I love my gorillas. And one of the things that I used to do when I first started getting into music was rap over gorillas' tracks. Mm. So when I hear someone rapping over motherfucking, uh, 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 what's the name of the joint? Uh, brother, sister, do, do what you must do. I was like, I'm here for it. Let's hear it. <laughs> you know? I don't even care if the raps are whack. Like, I just like that this is happening. <laughs> I liked MRAZ, um, I liked Meech on it, although it was kind of awkward at some parts. Um, I like how the beat switched up towards the end, so that was pretty cool. Um, my team Supreme, overall, I said that was a, uh, a solid track, pretty much overall. Uh, good verses from Meech and Architect. Now, the results are in is one of the most interesting because while it begins with a really long sample from Mori the ending is brilliant where where it fucking ends with the sample of the you are not the father and like the like the cheering audience yeah yeah that was pretty cool i th- i thought that was a really a really clever 
way to incorporate it. I could have done without the long-as-fuck intro. Overall, though, uh, I don't know. I- I'm thinking a hard three for this. Yeah, let me see what I put. Um, Yeah, three. It's got really good beats, really good aesthetic, but it just kind of felt wasted. Like, I don't know why you're making shit so dark when, I don't know, you're not going nearly deep enough with that shit to really warrant it. Yeah, it, it doesn't earn it. That That's the mm. thing. It the, the, the subject matter doesn't earn what the beats are giving us. And in the same way, I, I feel like is a big problem with Insane Clown Posse, right? Yeah. I feel like ICP, they have all these dark, macabre beats, but if you listen to what they're saying, they're just, like, joking half the time about shit. Like, ooh, I'll, uh... Pull your neck out and play it like a banjo. Like, that's not scary. That's just silly and cartoonish, you know? Half the shit they say isn't even, like, particularly interesting. Like, I didn't I didn't have any lines written down that really jumped out at me like they were memorable or worth bringing up. Because, I don't know, a lot of it is what you were saying earlier, where it's just, like, throwing shit out. And, yeah, it sounds all right, but when you're reading along... It's like, you're not really saying anything here. Yeah, I, I feel like this is kind of the new weed music, right? But I feel like at the same time, there's not... I, I feel like a lot of the rappers... I don't know. Method Man was actually a good rapper, even though he was talking about weed a lot of the time. But he was really clever. You know, I feel like this should be that. This should be the... Yeah, I know they're just talking about smoking weed and being the best rappers, but, like, listen to them. They're actually really clever when they do da 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 And it's not that they're completely whack, but they don't do enough to really make it stand out. And like I said, the beats are so interesting. You're like, why are you guys not trying to match the the incredible beat work that's going on behind you that's setting this mood, you know? But that's just how I feel. <laughs> and if you would like to know how we feel about some of your favorite or not so favorite albums, hit us up on Patreon. Both of the albums we talked about this week were requests. So if you head over to either one of our Patreons, that's uh, patreon.com slash rapcritic or patreon.com slash muse, you can, check the, you can check the page for details and find out how you can request an album to be reviewed on the show. And for the show, that about wraps it up. We pretty much said all there is to say. Um, if this is the first time listening to us, you can find all of our old episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Going Off Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. I mentioned Patreon like, before bringing that back up because it is super important in this day and age where YouTube is just not a viable source of income. Patreon is becoming that much more important to have. So if you like our content... And you want to help support us in a monetary fashion, that's the way to do it. But for the Going Off Podcast, until next week, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And I know we like to joke on this show a lot, but rest easy to Mac Miller.